Ditch the fairy tale, princess. It's time to step outside the status quo and blaze your own trail. The path littered with setbacks, successes, and newfound passions. Why? Because when you break away from the script, you start to pursue a life by choice. One that is all yours. Live unscripted and rewrite your life. I am so excited to be joined by the one and only Keisha Get Mary. She's going to hop on in just a second, and I have never actually done this before. I am hitting record before my guest joins, so trying something new, but I know that I don't want to miss one juicy moment that we're going to share in about a minute or two here because Keisha's one of those people that she just, she's like that big sister vibe, right? She just brings the truth, the real, the raw, the honesty, like all the things I admire in a woman and a human and a friend and a mentor. She just is a master connector. She loves nothing more than bringing women together. That's why her podcast is thriving at over eight and a half million freaking downloads. The Empower Her podcast is not only a community, but it is really just a life of its own. She's created an in-person event, which I got to attend last year. It was her very first event. I think there was over 400 women in the room. So for someone's first event, let me just tell you, that's a big freaking deal. And, you know, congrats to her for one, two, yay me. I got invited to do hair and makeup for her and Jackie. Jackie is the right-hand woman on the team. And the two of them literally, like, change lives. They talk about things in a way that makes sense. There she is. Keish, I already hit record. I'm doing something different. Doing something different today. And I was like, talking about how how amazing you are and how much I love the Empower Her community. And I said, I don't want to miss one juicy second of us starting this episode, giving us any time to say anything that's not recorded. So, hi. Hallelujah. I love this. I'm so excited, Jess. It's going to be so fun. Honestly, I was just thinking, you know, before we got on how grateful I am that our paths have crossed and that I get to have you in my world and get to be a part of your world and community and all the amazing things that you've built over the last several years. And I I just have to tell you personally, you know, as a podcast listener, you are someone that I can lean on when I need that pep talk. And I love that you label a lot of your episodes just that. They are pep talks. It's like, listen, girl, A, you're not alone. So like pull your head out of your ass. You never say it quite like that. But I I need to hear it like that sometimes. And you just keep consistent with your message of we can do hard shit. We can push through adversity. Tomorrow's another day. Like don't give up on your dreams. Like keep going. And it's really just that simple. And I love that you keep it in a way that's like not overcomplicated and that we can just get it and that we can just continue to show up and take action. So welcome back to the show, my friend. Thank you so much. It's kind of crazy because sometimes you look at, you know, what other people are doing and I like see people, they're like, here's my 12 hour morning routine. And I'm like, what? Like, it has to be simple. Otherwise, we're not going to do it. So like, I love talking about things that are like really like tactical and like ways that you can actually implement stuff but it just doesn't feel so overwhelming because we have one freaking shot here and I just don't want to feel so overwhelmed and stressed and like I'm like burning the candle at both ends all the time like I want to show up and like have a really effing great time while I'm here on the planet you know so I know that you and I share that commonality of just like we want to make an impact we care about what we're doing but we also like want to enjoy the whole process of it so I just love you so much I couldn't agree more And it's not to say that you haven't already done those things, right? It's like we have burned the candle at both ends. We know what that life is like. And you made a post 
I think it was today that I saw this morning, whether you posted it yesterday or today, about the, how you're living your life now is a result of what you've done in the past. And I think that's a great place for us to start, especially where this podcast is for me right now. Personally, we just hit over 200 episodes. We're like 206, 207 or whatever. You guys have just hit over eight and a half million downloads. There's a there's a common theme here that I think is being missed by a lot of people who, you know, by no fault of our own, of course, we want to skip to the good part. Who doesn't want to skip to the good part? But what I think we're missing is like actually the season you're in is the good part, like the parts where you're learning who you are, what you need, what you can you know, hold and, and what you really want your life and business to look like. That's part of like the actual cool stuff. So can we dive into a little bit of where that post came from today? 100% because it's like we think that we set goals because we want to accomplish the goal. But in reality, I think we set goals because we want the feeling that we think we're going to have from accomplishing that goal. So getting to a milestone in your business and your podcast and whatever it is, like if it's just handed to you, you're robbing yourself of the feeling of knowing that you earned it and you worked hard for it and that you can actually maintain it. Because so often we're like wanting to skip over the beginning stage to get to what we think like the shiny accolade is or the milestone or this season or this stage or this amount of income or whatever. But we don't have the skills yet that we learn along the way. So when we actually get there, it doesn't all spontaneously combust. You know, and I like I think back to of like the beginning stages of building my business where like I sat on this tiny, like we lived in downtown New York City. I was building a business before and after work. I had this oversized flannel and a gigantic messy bun on top of my head. And my now husband was going to dental school and he would go to bed because he had clinical rotations. I would stay up so late at night working on this business and how many times I was the only person up at one o'clock in the morning. And I was giving myself the pep talks of like, Keisha, this is going to pay off one day. You're going to be so grateful for this. Stay the course. And so I get really frustrated when people come in and they're like, oh, just do do everything in flow. Just wait, manifest it. And it'll just like fall into your lap. Like, don't do anything that's not in your zone of genius. And it's like, yeah, no shit eventually. But at the beginning, you don't have like you're full of doubt. You have no idea what the hell you're doing. You don't have the money to outsource most often when you're starting a business. You don't even know what to outsource. You have no proof that you can look back on in your past and be like, see, the last time I did that thing, it worked out. So that advice just feels like kind of a lot of BS. And I think the intention is good is we want to give advice of like, here's where I'm at now. And this is why it feels so free. But the reason it feels so free is like the grit earned you the flow. And now that I'm in this season of life, like we're having a baby this year and like I'm getting to like take income from one business and pour into another business. It's totally different than when I started. But damn, I feel proud. And I just don't want anyone to miss the pride feeling that they're actually craving from just knowing that you had to work hard and you're the only person who knows the actual story of how many times you've wanted to give up and throw in the towel or compare yourself to somebody else's, you know, carefully curated content on Instagram thinking that she has something that you don't, but it's like you chose not to and you kept going and like, damn, that feels good. So I just want everyone to have that, you know, not skip that wishing they were further along. Yeah. Uh, honestly but you know <laughs> no and it's true and I think I think sometimes you know anyone who listens to my show knows that we just that's why it's called unscripted now because it needed to be that level of freedom for me to actually have these hard conversations that you know of course we'd love to like I said skip to the good part or avoid avoid the hard conversations avoid the the pain of the 
figuring things out or being new. Like I am a prime example of someone who went for 22 years in one industry, like very versed, very comfortable, all the things into being brand new at so many things. Like my first several, probably 30, 40 episodes of the podcast were terrible. I mean, go listen if you want to make yourself feel better. And when people compliment me now and like, oh, they say nice things about how well I interview or I'm like, it took a lot of 205 episodes. Like, I hope I'm better, you know, but I, I would have never wanted to skip over those steps of like feeling the nerves every time a guest would come on or feeling very much like, like that fire in your belly of like, I can't wait to, I get to this point or I can't wait till I get to this milestone. And even today, like I'm so close to hitting 50,000 downloads. Like today, for some reason they just shot up. There was like 700 new downloads yesterday. And I'm like, yes, like it's so exciting when you see like the hard work is paying off that sense of pride, like to be able to share that with you as one of my podcast mentors, my friends, someone I admire and aspire to be, you know, in your shoes one day, like, I don't want to skip these steps. Like, I can't get to 5 million without the first 50,000. So I'm on my way. I'm so excited. Yeah. Well, and I love that you're even highlighting, like celebrating the milestones along the way, because I think if we don't stop to do that, we're robbing ourselves of like the dopamine hit that keep you going from like a biological perspective. Because a lot of times people, you know, hear like, enjoy the journey. Or like I often say on my show, like, you know, fall in with the process rather than what the process can produce. Right. But, you know, it sounds trivial to some people. And I'm like, no, no, no. Like think about it from a scientific perspective. If you're looking for tiny little wins to celebrate, you're literally looking for an opportunity to give yourself a massive dopamine hit of like, I'm so freaking pumped about this. I'm so proud of myself. Those dopamine hits are going to keep you going because you're absolutely going to want to give up at some point in time. Because oh, yeah. especially women that listen into this show, it's like the distance between and, you know, you and I can connect with this, Jess, like the distance between where you are now and where you want to go. And I feel the same way. It's so massive. Like it's like because you're a big dreamer, a big visionary of where you want to head. So it's so easy to get caught up in that distance if you're not like looking for those tiny little things along the way. Like. I remember celebrating like a thousand downloads and two thousand downloads and three thousand downloads, like I won the effing Super Bowl. I was like, "This is so cool!" Like, imagine all these people in one room. Like, holy crap! Blah, blah. And like that childlike, just like enthusiasm. It's like we don't have to lose that as we're adults or like trying to be serious business owners. It's like no, like keep that. That's what's going to keep you going and staying consistent. You know, totally. Exactly. Yeah, and talking. <laughs> Talking along the lens of consistency, I mean, this process of podcasting, like falling in love with the process had to really happen for me because at around episode 40, and this is where I think I kind of had reached out to you for guidance and help because luckily you wanted to solve problems for people like me who needed help really honing in on like, why were you podcasting? What is it for? What's the bigger vision behind it? Like, what are you doing with this platform? you know, why are you spending all this time, money and effort into the show? And so when you and I got together, I was at the place where I think I was trying to to chase a goal that someone else had, right? Like I was trying to have a podcast like somebody else. I don't really know who, but I wasn't showing up as myself authentically. I was like, be, I have a lot of resistance around just like speaking my truth and saying things in my own tone. And like, I was trying to be too perfect and too girly and all the things. And, you know, you said, you know, I went through the process of, you know, talking it through and realizing like I wasn't allowing myself to be authentic. And if I wanted to truly connect with an audience and grow a community of people who really also thought along the same lines as me, I had to really own it and be myself. And so that unlocked everything for me. And I think through the process of podcasting, 
I've found my voice. I've found what I'm passionate about. And you, along with like your bestie, Angie Lee, both separately, you guys didn't even know, said to me, if this is what you want to do as a career, like you can be a podcaster. And I was like, why has no one told me this before? It's like I had to see what was possible and have conversations around putting my big idea out there. And now it's what I'm doing. And now we have a podcast agency where we are helping other people do this because I wasn't so inspired by getting to work with you and her and like just watching you guys lead by example through being consistent. So, I mean, there's got to be some lessons after as many downloads as you've had, as many episodes as you've put out around consistency. I mean, you are someone who I know is truly a consistent person, but can you kind of get me inside of like what that looks like as far as podcasting? Because I know it's, it's, it's no joke. Yeah. It's interesting because I really do think you're going to have to tap into every person listening to this that is a podcaster or wanting to start a show. It's like, at first you're tapping into like the bigger vision of how can I make the dots connect of me showing up to do this thing that doesn't feel like it has a big ROI or can really contribute to that big vision? How can I connect the dots for myself? Girl, I just had to pop in the middle of this episode to let you know that I will be attending Keisha Get Mary's live event, Empower Her, in Denver, Colorado, September 22nd through the 24th. Tickets are now live and you can grab my coupon code if you click the link in the show notes. This event last year was life-changing. I was rocked and I love how Keisha shows up. Her energy is contagious. The people in the room's energy is contagious. They have amazing guest speakers to tap into their knowledge, their power, their energy. Two of my favorites, Chris and Lori will be there along with Mr. Trent Shelton himself. You guys snag your tickets before they're gone. You won't want to miss this. This will probably be the last live event she does for quite some time because she will be 34 weeks pregnant by the time this event hits. So again, it's in Denver, Colorado, September 22nd through the 24th. You can tap the link in the show notes to grab your ticket and join me. I think like when you're first starting, it's really important to ask yourself, you know, why is it that I'm doing this, especially with something that is so trendy, like podcasting, where like it feels like, oh, I should start a podcast. That should just be the next thing that I do. I've had a lot of people come to me like, Keish, I think I want to start a show because I want to monetize it. Like, well, it's really going to take a lot of consistent effort, like effort over time to build the type of community that you can really monetize with. So let's make sure that you actually love it. Even ask yourself like the basics of do I listen to podcasts? Do I like talking to people? Do I like interviewing? Because this might not be your platform, which is totally cool. There's plenty of other platforms out there. But I think we have to get that like personal reason. And for me, back when I started Empower Her in 2018, I was really confused because I was building a business that on paper made a lot of sense. It was in network marketing. I was making several hundred thousand dollars a year speaking to audiences like 10,000 people. I had all these like shiny accolades. But internally, it just wasn't fulfilling anymore. And I really wanted to build something that was my own. And no digs at network marketing. It's what got me here. But I didn't own it. So at any point in time, anyone could close the doors and all of that revenue would be gone. So it wasn't safe. But I didn't know what was next. And so when I started the podcast, part of the intention was like, I want to figure out like how to share my voice in a different way. I want to interview people that are a couple steps ahead of me and like ask them all the questions that I want to know. And I want to create this come with me community. And then later I'll worry about monetizing it. I'll figure out how to build a business after the community's already built. So I was able to connect like what is me showing up for episode one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, even on the days that I don't feel like it all the way up until whatever episodes we're at now, you know, I had to find like that exact connective tissue of how I could see this contributing to a bigger vision for my business 
but also for me as an individual. And I wanted to learn how to build more confidence in myself and just be more unapologetic about who I am. So for anyone listening into this, it's going to be so difficult for you to be consistent if you don't have that very human reason why you're doing this to grow you as an individual and that you haven't connected the dots. And I think sometimes, you know, I've talked to friends that have even podcasted for years and they've kind of like phased off with it. And it's because they lose that connection to their audience where they've outsourced too much that they don't feel that connective tissue with their community or they've batched content too much that they're disconnected from what their community is actually going through. So they feel like they get to create content that serves. So as you're doing this, it's like treating it, yes, like an awesome business. I've generated several million dollars through my podcast being the top of funnel into my business, but I don't treat it in a way where like I disconnect, like I'm answering my DMs still to this day every single DM, like I'm answering it myself personally. I didn't outsource that. I could outsource that. I have the finances I could now, but it would take the heart out of it. And that's what it's really about. And I think sometimes when business owners come into podcasts, we put this business hat or this business lens on it. And then we make it too robotic that we lose the connection piece. And if we lose that, good luck being consistent because it just won't feel fulfilling. And I think we're naturally going to do the things that we like to do more. So how can you make this more effing fun? Like, how can you do it your way? Who do you want to connect with? You don't have to, with the people at, at this stage in my podcasting journey, I get pitched all like out the wazoo for people to come on my show. And it's like, this person wrote a New York Times bestselling author, bestselling author of this book. And this is how cool they are. And I'm like, they sound boring to me. I don't want to interview them. Bye. Right. And it's like, you get to do that as the producer of your show. And sometimes people forget that. So I'm extremely biased about it as a platform, but I also know it is so damn difficult to be consistent if you don't have that connection to your community. I just don't even think it's possible. And so keep that at the forefront of your brain, no matter what stage you're at in your journey, like be the one that does go into your DMs, like co-create with your community, ask what they're going through and create content that you're excited about creating as you're moving in different seasons of your life. Consistency 101. Yes, but what you're saying in regards to podcasting also relates to creating any sort of new business, whether it's a coaching business or whether it's a, you know, a breathwork business or whether it's anything that you that you think you might want to try or do. Right. There's that consistency piece. And it's part of the process. What we're talking about with her post from this morning. If there isn't something that lights you up about what you're starting, whether it's a business or a podcast or anything in between the you're you're never going to get to that end goal because something's going to wear off days are going to get hard you're not going to see the results you might want right in the beginning you might run into like a little bit of you know I don't know how to do that so then you just stop instead of trying to figure things out and you know what you said about the piece about truly is podcasting what I would do even if yeah even if I never monetized it I'm still so curious about learning I love connecting with people I love asking questions I love having a platform that allows me to get yeses from people like you to come spend an hour of your time with me and why wouldn't I record it so that everyone else gets to hear? And and so for me, that piece, that's a hell yes. yes. And so now when we're having these onboarding calls with people who are curious about starting a podcast, if I don't feel that fire in their belly, if I don't hear the, I can't wait to get to know myself better through this process, then they're not who we want to work with. And so it's been really cool to learn that about myself. But then also now as I start this second leg of the business, be discerning enough to know who we even want to work with. Like I only want to work with women who understand pretty much what you just went over. And I, I've said time and time again, like I found my voice through podcasting and it's allowed for me to 
learn how to express myself in a way that helps people, right? Like, because in the beginning, sometimes like when my salon was closed and we were all frustrated and angry and mad, like I sounded frustrated, angry and mad on my podcast. And that landed well with the community I was talking to. And then there got to a point where I didn't want to exclude everybody else, but I wanted to still include my industry. And so it had to get renamed. And, you know, even you were like, you can rename, you you can change things. Yeah. Like, you're allowed to do that. You own your podcast. I was like, fuck yeah, let's change things. <laughs> so that's where we flipped the script. And now we, we change it to unscripted. And, you know, the conversations have stayed similar, but different as I've evolved and grown. And, you know, you gave a talk at one of the Fast Foundations events around, you know, moving through different seasons of your life based off of the feeling of alignment. And we laughed together outside because I was like, you know, it's funny because I, I feel like that word, much like other catchphrase words lately, I've kind of got a bad rap as if alignment needs to only feel good. And we're like so much more than just this doesn't feel good anymore. So I'm not going to do it. It's it's different. I think we know when we're out of alignment, we just choose to pretend like we don't feel those feelings inside. Can you talk to me a little bit about like how you've been able to make decisions based on that? We'll call it a feeling, I guess, or a knowingness of, of being in or out of alignment. Yeah, I have to make it really like simple for myself to answer a question to make a decision off of because I have so many ideas of things that I want to do. And I know there's a lot of women that can connect to that. I know you can connect to that, Jess. But like when you're really multi-passionate, you're like, I want to do all of these things all at once. But then you're like the freaking Cheesecake Factory menu, which is my least favorite restaurant because there's so many things on it. And you're like, oh, I hate it. So you don't want to do that. But at the same time, it's like, I have to ask myself the question of like, is what I'm doing now getting me closer to where I want to be in one year or further from it? Because we're never staying still. We're either progressing or regressing. And in particular for me, I've been able to make season changes that are aligned with how I want my business to feel for that upcoming season. So even right now at the time that we're recording this, I'm 21 weeks pregnant almost. And it's like when I was making decisions, knowing that we were going into the season of wanting to start a family. I was not just thinking about like, what do I want to like, like, what do I want my business to like make from a revenue perspective or anything like that? I was thinking, where do I want to spend my time doing? What makes me most excited? What problems am I most excited to solve? Who do I really want to work with? Who do I notice myself that when I work with them, I have more energy when I leave rather than like feeling depleted? And how can I curate the type of business that I want? And what does that actually look like? Even knowing that I'm going into the stage of like being a new mom this year. So I think sometimes we forget that in order for us to get aligned, it's also asking yourself, like, what am I working towards from a lifestyle perspective? Because like, if you don't love doing nightly Zoom calls and you're building a business, a coaching business where you're coaching people that you're Zooming at 6 p.m., 7 p.m., 8 p.m. every night, like I've been in businesses like that before. When that doesn't work for you, it's like it's your job to create something that is actually aligned of what you want to spend your time doing. That's the beauty of entrepreneurship. But to your point, Jess, it's like sometimes like we ignore that feeling and it's because our brain is primarily wired to want to keep us in our familiar thought patterns, keep us in our familiar circumstances. It feels safer. So it's not like screw your brain. It's like that's what your brain's trying to do is protect you. But we have to understand that like it's the power of entrepreneurship in general is you get to create whatever the hell you want. And at any point in time, you can change your mind. It doesn't matter what you were known for in the past. It doesn't matter if you don't have the skills. You just have to work with the ability of like navigating that newness, which is super uncomfortable because you suck at the beginning of anything new. And I think for me, when I'm wanting to make like an alignment change in my business, it's also understanding sometimes that 
certain offers or products or programs or things that I'm doing have an expiration date of like, now this is no longer feeling like I'm the person that should do this. Let me go direct people to someone else and let me go start something new. And I've noticed this in particular, I've, I've pivoted in so many different things and closed so many programs and we can talk about whatever you want to talk about. But like, I've noticed this a lot recently with moving into this new season of being a mom because I've been an entrepreneur for nine years. So I'm used to like closing programs and starting things and stopping, but I have no idea what a future version of me is going to want. And that's been really interesting when I'm dreaming up, like, what do I want my business to feel like? What do I want to be doing where I'm making a decision for a future version of me that hasn't come to fruition yet, which has been really cool because I've learned a lot about like trusting my own intuition and trusting my ability to figure things out. And that's the beauty of entrepreneurship. You know, you get a lot Seriously. of to do that. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. And I love that you are so open and sharing that because I feel like as someone who also relates to being that big ideas person and, and like having the cheesecake menu for a fucking brain, like it's difficult sometimes because yeah. a lot of things get you excited and a lot of things you probably could be good at eventually if you were consistent yeah. and you put a lot of effort in. And so I know there's a lot of women on here that are multi-passionate and like super highly ambitious and high achieving and have probably a ton of proof in the past that if they go all in on something, it's going to be successful. But I think that piece of not trusting what it feels like once you're even in it. You're like, oh shit, well, I said I'm doing this. So now I got to stick to it, right? Because I might let other people down. That's the piece that I feel like I always get so much permission from you of like, that's not true. You know, it's okay to change your mind. It's okay to try things on for size because that's the only way you're going to know if you like it or not. And then pivot if you need to. And so that was kind of the case for me with even just straight up, you know, quote unquote, business or life coaching. I was like, where's the tangible? Because in my mind and hair, I was used to someone coming in for a service, leaving with the product, right? Their hair, the pay. It was like this even energy exchange. And going back to what you said about where do you want to be spending your energy and your time? And so for me personally, though the client was getting what they needed in coaching with me, I wasn't getting the thing. I couldn't see the thing. And I'm like, this doesn't work for me. The money doesn't like the money's great. It's fine. But where's the tangible? I love deliverables. And so now fast forward a year and a half later, having the podcast agency, I know what the deliverables are. I know that I can use my coaching and my leverage that I've spent the last two and a half years podcasting to help somebody start their podcast, grow their show, figure out if this is what they want to do. And I know that there's actual deliverables the team can create for them because they'll have a podcast to show for it. So this is a great example in real time of like what I've had to go through to understand what that looks and feels like for me, because so many people in my world are these high level coaches having these massive masterminds and charging tons of money. And I'm like, that's what I should be doing. Like, no, that's not. I tried that. And I'm glad I did. But it's not where like my heart is. My heart isn't seeing actual things. And so this is the direction we ended up going. And it feels so aligned. And what's cool about what you're saying is like, I had to go through all those baby steps in the beginning to learn all the things to learn what I could outsource and what I could actually stay close to that was going to make it as impactful as possible. I still same. I'm the one that has the connection calls with everybody to see. I'm not passing them off yet to anybody. And I don't actually intend to because I do think that that's my now secret sauce. And so I think I would have never discovered that if we didn't go all the way back to day one, starting scared and not knowing what the F I was doing, reaching out, getting help from mentorships of people like you who sat down and like walked me through the process. Like, so in real time, like this has been close to three years. So yeah. it's it's something you're also great at is like, this isn't how it started. This is how it is now. I, I can't wait to see where it goes. But like, I didn't wake up here. And that's the part where, you know, we got to sit in that room 
at your very first massive live event, the Empower Her Live event, which was incredible, over 400 women on your very first event because of this amazing connected community that you've built through your podcast and through still staying true to the heart of like what your people are leaning and asking you for and what they're getting curious about. And just hearing those conversations in that room of like other big dreamers like us, it just it's almost like you're like, oh, here's where all of us weirdos get day out. Like we're the big thinkers. We're the ones that maybe don't fit in our friends group because they're fine with, you know, whatever it is their nine to five provides. And we're over here like my brain won't shut off. Me either. Me either. I can't stop thinking, of you know. And so it's so nice to be in a room with women who like are vibrating at that energy like level. I mean, you know, you you were leading it, but I was also one to get to sit and receive like that energy in in and around me. Talk me through like this big event because I know you have another one coming up. I'm so excited to be there. It's it's coming up soon. I don't even know where to start with questions with it. Like I know you wanted to do a live event for a long time, but you waited until it felt right. Yeah, it's interesting because I remember when I first started in entrepreneurship, how confused I felt because we become like a byproduct of the expectations of our peer group. I like my then boyfriend, now husband, like he was going to dental school and like this was kind of his path. And so many of my girlfriends are like, this is just what we do. We go through like, like this is the career trajectory. We're climbing the corporate ladders and there's nothing wrong with that if it feels aligned. But for me, I was trying to like, I was looking at like on paper my life And it made sense. Like, I didn't have this, like, back against the wall story of, like, I, you know, a a crazy tragedy or, like, having to make something work. Like, I had a really great job. My last corporate job was working at Google and I made six figures. But internally, I was like, what the F is wrong with me? And I really actually felt like something was wrong with me because I was so different from the people that I was around. So I would, and I didn't know how to, like, regulate my nervous system or anything back then. We're talking 2014. So I would just burst into these, like, extreme ugly cries to my now husband. And I was like, why can't I just be happy with this? Like, why can't I just be happy with this path that I'm on? Because like, I'm literally 24 years old, making six figures, doing all the things that so many other people said, like, this is quote unquote success. And I so desperately needed people around me that looked like the direction that I was headed rather than just where I've been. And there's no knocking. Like I have amazing friends that are not entrepreneurs and it's not about that, but you cannot get where you want to go if you don't have people that look like where you're headed and if you don't actually believe that you deserve to get there. And so I had to really like unpack that for myself. And first it came from like finding people that were a couple steps ahead of me that I could listen into their content. But I was like, this is not enough for me. Like I need peers, like I need girlfriends that get it. So once I started like infiltrating myself into going to like in-person events and getting to meet and hug people and to your point, what you just said, Jess, like have those people where you look to them, you're like, I kind of want to do this. Like, I don't really want to have an okay marriage. Like, I want to have a freaking like bomb ass marriage where I, we're obsessed with each other. Like, I don't really want to do this, but I want to do X, you know, and and have people that are like, yeah, I totally get it. Like, how can I help you? How can I support you? When I saw how much of that's helped me, I had to create it for my community. And I've just felt such a pull towards the in-person thing, which is why we now do retreats and these big events and whatnot. But to your point, I had to wait for it to be aligned, but it actually took a lot longer than I wanted it to. And nobody really talks about the fact that sometimes when things take a little bit longer, it can actually make it even more fulfilling when it does happen. Because I wanted to do our first event for Empower Her in 2020, <laughs> but life threw a little curveball. And obviously I couldn't do it other than then. Literally, I lived in California. They like wouldn't let you do anything there. And so I was like, well, I guess I'm just going to have to wait. And when we did our first event in, you know, 
in 2022, it was so cool because it was this community of women that I had virtually been connected with and like deeply connected with by answering DMs and constantly having them in memberships and all sorts of things that I got to see in person. So anyway, needless to say, I was like, we got to we got to do this again. We got to run it back. So we're doing it September 22nd through the 24th in Denver, Colorado. And what's really cool about this event that's different from the first time, because we've been kind of talking about when you're doing something for the first time, you have no idea what the hell you're doing. And I loved Empower Her Live the first time. I mean, some of the speakers and more importantly, the women in the room, like it was just so incredible. It was literally the coolest thing I've ever done in my entire career, hands down. But what I saw the need for even more for this year is even more connection with the women in the room. Because I think sometimes what happens that's actually a really big pet peeve of mine is when we glamorize or we like put people on pedestals that have whatever stage in their business or they're making X amount of money or they've got this title or this amount of followers or this amount of downloads or whatever. And we like create this distance by us sitting in the audience with someone that's on a stage. And I'm always trying whenever I'm speaking on stages to be like, like, we're the same thing. Like we're just girlfriends. I'm just here telling you what I'm talking about. But we're the same. You could easily be on this stage too if that was a, a like a feeling that you had on your heart. So this year, we're even going to curate more opportunities for the women in the room to connect. So I'm really excited about it. So you can check it all out at EmpowerHerLive2023.com if you're interested. But I mean, I hope you come to Empower Her Live. It's actually our last big event that we're doing like this because I want to pivot again as I move into new new mom stuff. But I'm just like really excited to see what it all entails and all the friendships that are formed and the realizations and the clarity that's gained. It's just you can't beat it. Online's one thing, but and podcasting is incredible. It's my favorite, but there's nothing, nothing tops in person. Absolutely not. I could not agree more. It's why, you know, if anybody listening to the show has followed me for a while, you see, I try to put myself in every room I possibly can get into. And yeah. it's funny because my boyfriend is not an entrepreneur, but he's in corporate. He gets to be in all these kinds of rooms. But when I go and have to pay for them, it's such a different like concept to him. I'm like, but you get that with with your corporate world, which is wonderful for you. But like as an entrepreneur and as like a woman, I have to go find these rooms. I have to go find the community. I have to find the peers. I have to find the people that I aspire to be around and to get to get connected with. And he gets it now a couple of years into us dating. He's like, I understand. I'm getting it because he sees the human who comes home after being in one of those rooms. He's like, your energy is like electric and buzzy. And that's how I was actually able to make the decision to go all in on podcasting and leave the behind the chair work because he's like the person that comes home after doing hair is not the same person who comes out of that podcast room after a few hours. Like he's like, you are lit the fuck up after. And and I knew that, but to hear someone else see it and feel it really solidified that I'm on the right path. And did I have to take like an income cut to do this? Yes. So like that's where you look at certain things, but bigger picture vision of people who want to host large events, or if you do want to stand on stages and you want to create that opportunity for yourself, you know, starting a podcast that grows community is a great place to start. And so it's one of those things that like helps you connect your audience because like you always say, like, I get to take you on my walk and it's just me and you. And, or you're, you're in my ears as I'm laying in bed, like trying to feel better about something or to seek some clarity. And it's one of those things that like, it's so hard to get even an hour of your time if I was to hire you even as a coach. It's so different, right? I have a whole hundreds of episodes I can get into to seek what I'm actually craving. But the in-person part 
if you've never been to an in-person event, if you're someone who's been watching me or maybe you know Keisha and you've been wanting to go to an event and you're scared because maybe you don't have anybody to go to, I'll tell you that was the best thing that ever happened to me when I was given a ticket from Lori Harder to one of her Bliss Project events. I didn't know what I was going to. So I wouldn't give myself all the credit. I did go by myself. I rented the hotel room by myself and I walked into this room with hundreds of women and I thought, what the fuck? I didn't know. I thought it, I didn't know what I was walking into, but it, it changed my life and it, it allowed me to see like how other people were thinking and dreaming. And it expanded my mind to a place that like you don't know what you don't know. And you say that often, too. And at the end of the day, like I knew there was so much more out there. But until you give yourself a chance to see it, experience it, feel it and then sit with it, like, what do I want from this? What do I want from my life? I remember I couldn't answer like any of the questions that some of the speakers were like working people through. Like, what are your big dreams and visions? I don't know. What are your goals for the next five years? I don't know. This is probably something I should know. And it made me really look at my life. And I was very similar like you, very successful career in the beauty industry, six figures in my early 20s thinking, okay, is this it? Everybody else seemed happy with it too. But something was, I don't want to say wrong, but I wasn't as fulfilled as what where I thought I would be. And so if if you're curious, if I'm, this is why I'm so connected with Keisha because our journeys are very similar. And it's that piece around feeling bad for wanting more. It's like, fuck that shit. Like, it's okay to want a bigger, better life. It's okay, just like you said a moment ago about wanting a relationship that is so amazing and to have this, you know, relationship with my son that I'll do any he's literally in the other room home from school for summer. Like I get to be home as yeah. opposed to where I used to be because I made a choice to make some changes. And that included getting myself into rooms to get around other people who were doing similar things. So finding peer groups that pour into like where you want to go is so important. And whether or not you make it to this event or not, like dive into the Empower Her podcast. Like you're going to find all the things you need, like just like I always have. And, you know, that the thing I love about podcasting too is it doesn't feel competitive. A lot of industries can feel like that, but yeah. no, listen to mine, listen to hers, listen to hers, listen to, like that's why I love having guests on because it's what a great opportunity to just meet more cool people, to learn more great things that could help shift your life and make things better. I mean, You've accomplished so much and I feel like such a short adult life that you've had so far. Like I feel like you've lived 10 lives. We talk about this all the time. And it really just has helped me so much to see myself in you and your journey and to know that like I'm not crazy. It's okay to want to try different things. It's okay to want to pivot and move and like I'm normal. That is normal-ish, right? And yeah. for those of you who are seeking that, like stay close to people who you resonate with and start and try to be discerning. And maybe disconnect yourself a little bit from people who are making you feel any different than that. Because there are plenty of women out there like Keisha and myself who you can run with. And if you don't have that current group of friends, I highly encourage you to get into these rooms and play full out. We talk about it a lot. Don't go hide on the breaks in your room. Don't not talk to somebody in line at the bathroom. I've had some of the best conversations in line at the bathroom. You know, I've had some of the best conversations like waiting in line to grab lunch or to get coffee. Like, hi, who are you? Are you a kid? How did you find about the event? And then you have a new friend to sit with. So if you're seeking those sorts of friendships in your life, they're there. There are people facilitating events like this that you can be a part of. And I just, you know, I'm so grateful that that little piece and I still get a little fear, you guys, even though like I'm me and you're you like I still get a little bit of butterflies to say hi to somebody new or, you know, and if they don't, they're not interested, you just go find someone else to sit by. It's so cool. What is... I'm so curious because I know you're pregnant right now. I'm so excited for you. Yeah. And what what is on Keisha's like dream board vision heart right now? Like where 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 are you at? 
So one of the things that I'm really passionate about right now is taking income from one business and driving it into another business, which, you know, you know this, Jess, but my husband and I have started investing in real estate. And in the last 15 months, we bought four and a half million dollars worth of investment properties, which is so freaking epic. And we've done it in really creative ways. But like, I love curating spaces for women to connect. But I also really like owning and designing spaces for women to connect. And I didn't know that I had that like side of me until we started like launching these luxury Airbnbs in Denver. We have one called Peach House, one called Champagne House for bachelorette parties and retreats. And even like getting to host, like I'm doing like a live podcast event with a girlfriend of mine next week at one of our Airbnbs. And I'm like, this is so cool to get to create these spaces. So now what I'm seeing is like drifting off into like, creating some sort of huge community like in Denver that has like tree houses and like all sorts of different types of like adventure based like spaces that people can use for retreats, but also for like really cool milestones in their life. And just like creating this, like some sort of like something in that regard, right? Where like I see myself like continuing to build this brand that I have. Eventually I want to write a book. I'm really excited about just helping other women. I love, obviously I love the podcasting space. I love the in-person space, but like, I want to like love all of these things and just build this juicy life where I just keep getting to like, get myself excited and then show other people that like, when you're excited, everything works out for you. Like figure out what lights you the F up and then go chase that. And when it doesn't anymore, then pivot. And I just think it's, you know, all of us, anyone listening into this, like our life is a testimony of what's possible for other people. So when people ask like, what's next or what's the vision? It's like, I could tell you a hundred million things that I want to do. One thing I feel pulled to is obviously this real estate side of things. But on top of that, it's just like, I just want to see whatever the hell comes up. And then I want to go for it like full heart, full out until it doesn't feel good. And then move on to the next thing. And that's the entire trajectory of my career. It's going to be like that. I feel it. You know, I love that. And let's just be honest, like that's not something you learn necessarily in in school, right? Is it's, it's actually the exact opposite. It's like push through. You're going to get bored. So just stick with it and all of these things. And while it's great to stay consistent at things, you have to have the bigger picture why and vision around it. And as you guys can hear and see, like, this is why I love Keisha so much, because, you know, I am all about chasing that exciting life and having things feel good and juicy. And, you know, I love even just the permission you're getting, you're giving by sharing your dreams and your visions for yourself with us, because it, it allows other people to know that it's okay to want to pivot and switch and chase that same feeling in their life. And it's it's why like I stay connected with you. And I'm so grateful to have you back on the show today. You guys come join us. I'll be at the event in Denver. What's the dates for Empower Her Live again? It's September 22nd through the 24th. I can't Yay. And I'm going to be so pregnant, Jess. I'm going to be I can't wait. weeks pregnant. I'm gonna I get it's it. not the right word to use, but I'm gonna molest you. <laughs> I can't even wait. <laughs> and you guys, if you are interested in hosting maybe one of your own retreats, Keisha has two amazing houses that you can go check out. The Peach House is so freaking cute. It's great if you have a girlfriend who has a bachelor coming up, or maybe yours is coming up and you wanna be like, hey, I have this perfect spot, we can all go. Denver's such a rad place to go. We'll actually be there in two weeks going up to Vail for a week to hang out. But you guys, honestly, like the vibe that she creates with these spaces, if you've thought about maybe hosting your first retreat, like reach out. These houses are perfect for like that small, intimate. You guys saw I just hosted my first retreat, the chill the fuck out retreat. Like it doesn't have to be complicated. Create yeah. something that you wish existed, which was for me, chilling the fuck out. All we did 
was chill the fuck out. So you don't have to have some master framework. You don't have to be the host of all hosts. Like be the facilitator for the things you want to create. And then you get to be a part of them. It's so cool. Like Keisha wanted to be a part of a big event. She created one. She wanted to have a a podcast that touched millions of lives and got to connect with millions of women. She created it. So, you know, anything is possible and just stay around people who believe that and you're going to be all right. But yeah, go check all that stuff. I'll be in the show notes and check out Keisha on Instagram. And then, you know, if you're interested in something like investing as well, her and her husband have another podcast together uh, where they share all of that and everything that they've done. I know they work with amazing mentors and people in that arena. So if that interests you, you got a lot of old things. You so many so- directions. Right? It's always so funny when I bring it like, it. You do. I'm like, well, I do this and then I do this. Yeah. But again, full permission. If that's you, do it. Like, I'm so tired of this niche conversation that you have to be so niche down to one thing. You're multi passionate. So, like, be a lit up as f human, and that's what we're all about. So, and keep them wanting more. Forget the elevator pitch. You're like. Do you have time for coffee? Because I have a lot more to say. <laughs> that's that's when you know you need a podcast. You guys, if you have enjoyed this episode as much as I have, please let us know. Shoot me a DM. Let Keisha know in the DMs. Tag us. Share it. All the good things. Because honestly, I've been saying this recently is like, I'm a human and I love validation. I also love, you know, knowing what direction you like this podcast to go. If there's an event in the future, of course, I will keep you guys posted. It's been something that a few people have been asking me for. So I'm leaning into that and just asking for more feedback because it's it's you guys I care about and connecting with everybody. So hit us up in the DM. Go check out the links in the show notes. If you can, join us at the Empower Her live event because it is fucking awesome and she probably won't do another one for a while and we want to give you a hug in real life. So that you're that. You get to see both of us. And until next time, you guys, you can always rewrite your life and live unscripted. Thanks, Keish. Love it. Thank you. Which one of your girls needs to hear this one? Send this to someone who could use a smile, some encouragement, and a little love from this edgy podcast host. Much thanks and all the love.